0: what's up everyone it's your favorite girl and welcome to the cheesy pegasus podcast i'm your host lala now in my not so long journey on the internet i've seen a lot of stuff from people sending me notes to watching some men describe relationships that are never going to work out with a self-respecting person but i decided that Since I think I'm such an expert, even though I'm not, I'm single, by choice, of course, uh, why don't I try to give people advice on relationships or at least review some crazy relationship on r slash relationship advice on Reddit? Yes, guys. I created a Reddit account just so that I could come in and read some crazy stories that I didn't even know existed. Now first thing, need an outside perspective, please. When I was fourteen years old, I made myself a Facebook. This man who was twenty years old messaged me one day, casually chatting me up. I didn't think much of his age. I was craving love and affection Oh, this is some Joseph. That sucked. Daddy issues of course. We became friends, we hung out a few times and then ended up doing sexual things. He made me Feel very special and looked me deep in my eyes like no one else. He called me his baby and told me he loved me. This is so. <laughs> he held on to me so tight. It really did feel like he loved me. He was very sweet to me, never treated me badly, but he did offer me drugs a few times and alcohol. I never thought that he and I were exclusive. Some time went by and I found out he was dating another girl at my school. She was 16. Things ended between us because she got pregnant with his kid. A few years later, they had another. I deleted my Facebook for personal reasons and got into a new relationship pretty soon after him and I stopped talking. I've been with this new guy for almost 8 years now. We have a baby and things have been hard for sure. It's extremely hard because of our personality types. He doesn't really have much emotion and I'm very emotional but we love each other. After about a year, I decided to make a new Facebook again. Just wanted my family to see pics of my baby and maybe connect with a few old friends from high school. A week ago, I randomly received a bunch of likes on my posts and a message saying, Wow, I'm so proud of you. You're a rock star. I can't believe I found you. Their profile on Facebook had a weird ass name that I didn't recognize, though, and no profile picture. It was him. He sent me a few pictures of himself and his children. I was in utter shock from his messages and I didn't reply for a day or two. He kept calling me and texting. When I finally replied, he said he thought I forgot about him and he almost cried. He ended up telling me that his baby mama left him and the children and he's basically a single dad. He said she hasn't seen the kids in 18 months. He has not told me why exactly she billed. and what else sorry and I don't want to ask he just said she's a bitch and a horrible mother I asked where he had been all this time and he said he was on the run for some drug stuff he later got caught then sentenced to seven months in jail because they felt bad about the mother not being involved I guess but he said he was free from the system now I told him if I was going to talk to him at all it would only be as friends and we could not hang out We have been only talking for a couple of days and he is coming to me hard about how he's been thinking of me all these years and he wishes it could have been us and our baby since I'm having relationship troubles. Tonight, I told him I cannot text him anymore unless I break it off with my boyfriend. I blocked him immediately after. I feel a little guilty for blocking him to be honest. Should I? Does this guy sound like a good guy or a manipulated predator? I really don't know i need an outsider's perspective please all right all right all right all right so basically the fact that he contacted you when he was 20 and you were 16 is crazy and also i would also like to suggest that you don't contact him because men that leave your life and then come back and they're like oh i still love you they are probably trash like Never give a cheater a second chance. Like, bruh, I know I sound somehow, and you are listening to hundred Cheat or some stuff. There's no point. If he cheated on you once, what stops him from doing it again? Unless you're going to fix the issues. And in this situation, there's no issue to fix. The guy is just a bad person in this aspect of life at least. He should focus on taking care of his, his kids. It is not your responsibility to take him back it's not your responsibility to accept him with his drug thing and with his kids that is not your job he made decisions he got bad drawbacks from those decisions in the first place why was he dating children in high school when he was 20 why wasn't dating people in uni so i don't know how old you are when you made this post but in actuality just don't text him back it's best that you cut him off honestly just it's best you cut him off don't text him back don't answer his messages and move on to other things in life because it's definitely better and the next thing my girlfriend cheated on me while drunk do i give her another chance oh oh the cheating stories all right my girlfriend of officially three months but well, we've been friends and it's been building for several years really simply cheated on me on a night out We went out to a club with some friends after my birthday party, and we were both very drunk. After an hour or so of dancing, making out ETC, I woke up for a little bit. I returned to find her dancing and making out with another guy in front of me and all my friends. I saw him off when my friends dragged her off the guy and took her home. She was off her head and was trying to make out with anyone and everyone around her, including people on the way out of the club and my friends took her home she kept asking where i was and when i didn't go home with her the following day she claimed to have no memory of it and was apologetic i did consider she may have had her drink spiked on previous occasions she got very drunk and said or done certain things that she doesn't remember the next day although never anything like this she's generally a really wholesome caring and honest person who was the last person most people ever expect to cheat she isn't promiscuous, nor does she have much relationship or hiccup experience. So I give her another chance and we'll move on. Is the drink spike actually a strong possibility? There's been two days, so maybe too late to be tested. Are there any other considerations? Alright. So now I don't do alcohol because I don't take alcohol like that. But I will say this: the best bet is to possibly stop her. Like if you're going to take her back, whether or not you take her back is probably your decision i personally in that situation i like to tamper justice with mercy like uh, but i can't say the same that you should do the same but what i'd say is she should probably stop going to drink at the club or in areas that are not controlled that means she should drink in places where she has her friends and girlfriends around not not in public places like in the club i'm not saying this to be misogynistic or anything but if you cannot hold your liquor you probably shouldn't be drinking in high amounts or drinking at all in public spaces my mom right now she's not really good with her liquor she doesn't drink outside of the house so i just suggest not drinking out of it if you are to take her back but uh, y'all can figure that stuff out i mean uh, I personally give people second chances but if you feel like it's something that it hurts you so much or if she doesn't want to like handle something about her drinking then you probably shouldn't take her back because if you're not willing to sort out the root of the situation then you probably shouldn't and also it's been only three months I'd say you probably aren't that attached so if you are going to let go because of a drinking problem it's probably going to be now. Okay, so the next person. Boyfriend stated that he wished he could have killed me. What am I reading? This one was posted six hours ago. It's short, so I'll just let you guys in. I got into a slight disagreement with my boyfriend last night and he stated that he wished he could kill me. The topic was something fairly dumb in my opinion. I made a Reddit post back in November about some things that really bothered me about him last year and he found out about him about it because I told him and stated that I invaded his privacy all because I did that and told some family members things that really bothered me about him. I'm just frustrated and annoyed. He kept calling me a bitch and I kept telling him not to but he doesn't listen. He's currently in Canada at the moment while I'm in the US. He wants his mom to meet me and but after everything that's been said and done, I don't think I want this, it as of now. But he's taking that personally. I don't know what you posted. I'd say there's something on each side, but the killing thing is kind of far. What I'd say you should do if it was me, personally, the whole posting, if it's something else, that is really not that serious and you know it's not that serious for him, I feel like if you're with someone who can't control his anger on his few words, depending on the severity of those words, of course, like maybe y'all are just not compatible like that because i personally don't like being called certain names even if we're in like a difficult or tough situation i don't like being i don't like being called a bitch i don't like being like if you cuss at me i will get pissed off but like maybe next time bring the topic to him if you really want to work it out but if you feel like you are unsafe and you don't want this and and the whole thing just it's not that serious, but you take it out of proportion, then you, pro- you should probably leave the relationship. Like, I don't know how long y'all have been together, but, <laughs> bruh, if you think it's something that you can overlook and you think he didn't mean it, like me mean it, then y'all can stay together. But if you don't think you can cope, I it's it's just not worth it. I mean, if it's a small disagreement, what's next? So, yeah, consider your choices. My boyfriend was a chocolate to my cousin and made no effort to hide it. Now I can't, I can't see her the same way. Why? <clears throat> I'm quite close to my cousins as I spent most of my childhood and preteen years with them. One of my cousins, she is known to be super beautiful. Same. My cousins are more beautiful than me. She has the most g- gorgeous brown hair and gray eyes. I love her quite a lot and I posted on my social media and never really cared when people compared the both of us. I'm not too bad myself, I've also often been called attractive and have been hit on quite a lot. But among the two of us, she has no doubt the beauty of the family. It never bothered me because I knew we were both beautiful in different ways. I would say she's... I cannot read that, I'm sorry. That was This was until 2 years ago, my now ex-boyfriend and I were having a conversation and I've been showing him my family. I was showing him pictures of all my cousins. He pointed her out to just a damn, proceeding to act super interested and ask me for her name. We broke up a few days later. A year and a half later, we got in touch and started dating again. I told him about this incident a few months later when I remembered. He just laughed it off and said he was stupid back then. I decided to end the relationship for good a few months later for reasons unrelated to this. Even though it's been two years, his comments have made me start seeing my cousin's competition. This frustrates me to no end because I love my cousin, and I don't want anyone else to win wins to affect my security with myself. I'm just too petty. Yet what he did that day cannot seem to leave my head. Keep in mind that me and my cousin still maintain a very happy and healthy relationship. I hold nothing against her if anyone wants to blame it's my ex. Thanks for reading, and advice would be appreciated. Now, as a female, I say that as a female myself. It's not, like, weird to see other people as competition. so I'd say y'all should start focusing more on yourself and not really on another person. Like, whatever someone finds, it's normal for people to find other people attractive, even your boyfriend. It's the asking for names and for, like, contacts and stuff that can be a bit odd sometimes. But, like don't let it affect your relationship with your cousin if a guy cannot seem or wants to like prefers someone over you just because of beauty despite everything that you offer then you probably shouldn't be in that relationship like don't get in relationship with these bags okay the only reason why we have people saying oh women don't bring anything to stay well some people don't let me not lie like People should start focusing on themselves. If you're a good woman, a good, respectful woman, don't waste your time on dead bags. There are other guys out there. Try not to let greed blind you. So don't see your cousin at competition. Everyone is different. First, someone who loves you will love you. Okay? You just got through a waste. That person is a waste. It was just a waste of time. Move on. That's just how I say it. Why is my husband so mad at me? I was in the shower while he was on his way back home from work. He usually calls when he's driving back home. I forgot my phone was on silent. I usually silence it at the gym so I can focus. I never turn the volume back on. I got, I get out of the shower and notice 8 missed calls from him in the span of 10 minutes. Those 10 minutes I was still in the shower. I didn't hear but called b- back right away. I only took it only took me 12 minutes to call back but as i was calling back he was already entering the house he hasn't talked to me in two days we're supposed to go out to our favorite restaurant that night but he said i'm not fucking going anymore you ruined my mood. i asked why what was so important and he said it didn't matter anymore since i didn't answer i've explained to him many times that call that's calling repeatedly The small time span won't change anything if I'm not able to get the phone. But it does not seem to understand. Am I crazy for thinking it's unreasonable? This gave me such anxiety that it makes my hand shake and raise my heart rate. When I think about it for too long, we're still not talking. Okay. This is like the first time he's freaked out about missed calls. Saying things like, I should delete your number since you never answer anyway. However, majority of them answer. That happens every couple months. Alright. Sorry, I'm taking... A long time to reply i don't want him to catch me on here talking about it i hate my life all right you are perfectly reasonable i have an issue picking the phone i feel like not everyone is that close to their phone and honestly he's there's a calm down about it most men don't hold like things like this to a high this like they are pissed off for, like a couple minutes but eventually, you're just going to calm down and get over it because it's not that deep. I personally, I'm not with my phone often. I leave my phone all over the place. So, you'll get over it. You're perfectly reasonable. It's not that deep. Just, you'll calm down eventually. And when he calms down, try to make him understand again when he's not getting pissed over anything. Update to my girlfriend being forced to marry someone she didn't want to. Okay, this is an update, so I don't think I can uh, read that. Hold up. This morning, I called the cops on my dad. Now he's trying to call me and my siblings. I don't know what to do. Uh, Alright, let's see that one. That one looks interesting. Me and my husband, this morning, my sister, G, had called me to pick her and my sister laney up while i heard screaming from my parents in the background i got up right away and came over my husband and i went inside to get them and laney was in the living room past where my dad was screaming at my mom i tried walking past my dad got up into my face and started yelling you're not taking my daughter away from my get out of my house to which i replied i was trying to take them with me because i didn't need they didn't need to be around him like this and i was trying to get laney to come with me My dad kept screaming this and trying to push me away while I was preparing myself for him to hit me. I told him to get away from me or I am going to call the cops. He said if I took my sister, he would call the cops and say I kidnapped them. My husband told him to do it. I tried to get Lenny to come with me while my dad started screaming that she better not leave. I tried to quickly grab her and go around him, but he came up and grabbed her, started pulling her away. I let go knowing he would become more aggressive with her. Lenny was crying and scared the entire time. My mom kept telling me she to take sisters away because he was acting crazy. He walked into their room with Lenny, shut it and locked it. All of us, my mom, husband and me, were at the door telling him to open it and stop doing this. He started screaming, I'm armed, over and over, he does have guns. I went into the garage and grabbed the screwdriver to take the doorknob off while he kept threatening us. I decided I believed his threats and I wasn't going to be fighting him anymore, so I told him I was calling the cops, and I did. He can't do this to us, especially a freaking seven-year-old. My dad came out of the room, still screaming and threatening us. He started threatening to shoot my husband and hurt him Sorry about this whole time. He knew I was calling the police and started threatening me. He's going to tell them I adopted my sisters. The person on the phone was asking if there was a safe way to take them with me at the time. And said, look, your mom clawed my arm. If I get arrested, so will she. He, said, he then started looking for Lainey. None of us knew where she was hiding. Eventually, he found Lainey who was hiding behind the car. He started asking her, do you want to leave? Very aggressively. She was saying yes. And she said, you're scaring me. I told him to stop what she said, and what she said, and he said, she just said she's scared, and Lenny actually spoke up and said no, I repeated herself, he kept telling me to hang up on the cops and finally let me take my sisters with me to the car, we waited there until the cops showed up, the cop told us to stay here, eventually they cuffed him and put him in the car, he was screaming and banging his head on the bars, the glass really hard, ooh, some cops walked went in and talked to my mom he never talked to us later i asked my mom what happened and she said he hit her and was choking her now i don't know what will happen my dad has not been mentally sane, has not meant has not been has been not mentally sane and emotionally abusive to everyone and physically abusive to only me as the oldest i left on my 18th birthday i was always gaslit by him and told things never happened when i would bring them up My mom said she was trying to get the cops to admit him. I told her I don't care what happens if he lets go. If he gets let go. that I don't want him around any of my siblings again or her. Because he was threatening to kill us all. She didn't know what she wants to do. She said if she leaves, he'll kill himself. Hold on, where was I? Uh, I told him I don't care if he does. Because if she steals, he'll end up killing somebody first. I was told two weeks ago they... I helped his meds and took him completely off of the others. I now have my sisters. I'm scared for what will happen next. I don't know what to do. My mom doesn't work. My dad is the only provider. I called my brother and told him what happened. and did not spend money on anything except necessities just in case. I don't know why. I just feel really bad. <clears throat> I shouldn't, but I'm very upset. I'm crying. My dad keeps trying to call me and my siblings. He texted me. I'm getting help, but I need at least one person to talk to me. I have nobody. Please answer. I haven't answered. I don't know what to do. I don't know if I should answer. He's not a good person, even on his medication. But thinking about him killing himself does make me feel really sad and a little like it will be my fault. I know he will if all of us leave him. All right. So let me just tell you something. It's not your fault. He needs help. Um, it's a really tough situation, of course but you need to get him the appropriate help that he needs there is not much that you can do on your own you just need to focus on getting your family to recover from what is going on and work on yourself yeah so you need to get him the appropriate uh, help that he needs it's not your fault it's okay for people to be selfish in certain situations right now you need to focus on healing yourself and your family it's okay for you to not be okay when certain things happen in the family it's not your job to be always okay with it sometimes you just have to focus on what is best for the rest of you because he is hurting more than just one person and he needs the help that he can get all right so i'll do one more before i sign off all right, guys i started seeing and I agree on everything except when to start having sex. All right. <laughs> I've been talking to this guy who I've really de- developed a connection with. Our biggest problem right now is that we want the same thing, but we can't agree on how to get there. I told him I'm not able or willing to have sex without some type of reassurance that what we have will eventually turn into a relationship. However, he says he needs to start having sex before committing. And doesn't want to promise that we will eventually be in a committed relationship in order to save me from heartbreak and disappointment this confused me immensely because we initiated an adventure situationship with the understanding that we were both looking for long-term relationships our only caveat is that he needs to have sex with me first before committing and i can't bring myself to have sex with someone i have very little emotional connection with or no emotional security because it will be pretty I would be pretty hurt if he treated me as hidden and quit it. Is there a compromise here or we would just have to chalk this one up at incompatibility? Now, I've actually heard this. Um, you both don't owe each other anything. Um, from what I've heard, you do not need to have sex with him and he does not need to say yes to you. It's all about what you are willing to sacrifice. Like, right now, there is no um, commitment from him. So that means y'all can like talk and feel like you have a connection but if he decides that he doesn't want it then it's fine then it's not going to be something like there's no point if it's not something that you're comfortable with i suggest not doing that because it even comes with this like it even comes with this abstaining thing like right now i am abstinent i am choosing to wait till marriage so even with that no one owes you like waiting no one has to no one owes you waiting and you don't have to have anything with anyone it's not given he did not like you don't owe anyone anything so i said if it's not something that you guys can agree on if he's not willing to accept that you need there to be an emotional connection there and you are not willing to compromise what you believe then just leave it just leave it alone and move on if you are not, none of you are willing to compromise, then just leave it and move on. Cause I heard this thing when I was watching a lot of those uh, red pill guys. They were like, "Oh, um, uh, uh what did they even say? That sometimes they have a different decision after having sex, that they need to like first uh, calm or something like that before they make a decision." so that may be the decision the situation here but like you really want to rely on someone that can't think with his head and has to have stuff with you first so if you are not willing to compromise and he's not willing to compromise then just move on because it's not something you can agree on i don't want anyone because sex is actually a really sensitive topic and it's not something that you can just say, "Oh, just suck it up and Jesus, this." If it's if it's not something that you can't bring, if it's something you can't bring yourself to do, and you've looked within yourself and there's nothing you can bring, you can't bring yourself to, then just move on from it. I know you might seem like the one, but if he cannot do the basic thing of respecting this, and you cannot do the basic thing of taking it, then just leave it alone. You tried. But just forget about it. Sex is a very text- sensitive topic. It's not just a fling for some people. So don't force yourself to do that if it's not something that you can do. If you end up not doing it and eventually you both separate and he realizes or you realize that it's just a thing and you wish or he wants you, then you'll say, if you think that it's something you can walk through and you all have separated, you can come back later. But if it's not something you can do now, don't force yourself. So, that was the relationship segment of this podcast. I know I normally don't talk about relationship stuff. But since alpha males or red pill guys who think they are qualified or relationships are speaking on relationships. Then I'm, I'm, I am I'm have a PhD in relationships, bruv. But honestly, it was fun to do it. Um, if you guys enjoyed this episode, don't forget to tell me about that on my Twitter at Cheesy Pegasus. Just tell me whether you like the episode or not. If you're from Twitter, hi, welcome to the podcast. I will hopefully be posting a new video, but if you ever want to know when there's a new uh, podcast episode, feel free to check my Instagram because I'll always post there whenever there's a new episode. And I'll catch you guys next time. Lala out.